Thank you for tuning into the New Covenant Life Christian Church podcast, where we are loving God and loving his people. It's all about him. Our focus is spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and advancing his kingdom in the earth. If you would like more information about our ministry, please give us a call at 334-258-6181 or send an email to newcovenantlife2020 at gmail.com. Now, let's join Pastor Pete Pierce for today's life-changing word. Well, let's get into this word. Um, If you can, real quick, stand to your feet for the reading of the words. This is going to be real quick. We're going to keep continue. We're going to continue on uh, on the things that we've been teaching for the last couple of weeks. I'm not sure where we're going to start stop, but uh, until the Lord says so, we're going to keep sharing this particular word because He keeps adding to it. Amen. Second Corinthians, chapter four, verse thirteen, the King James Version. Second Corinthians, chapter four, verse thirteen, the King James Version. Amen. Is everybody there? And it says this: We have in the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore we speak. Father, we bless you on today. We give you all glory, honor, and praise. We magnify who you are on today, God. We thank you that in and of ourselves we can do absolutely nothing, but with you all things are possible. So we thank you even on today, God, that as the word of God is sown in our hearts, it's going to bring forth fruit in our lives, some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold for our good and for your glory. Thank you for the miracle of the sword. That everyone's here right today. It's good ground. Now we bless you now. Holy Spirit, you're the one that's going to be the great teacher. We love you. Can do absolutely nothing without you. It's in the matchless name of your son, Jesus, that we do pray and all the people of God shout it. Amen. Well, you may be seated in the presence of our life-changing king. Man, we are in, what's this, the second week of November? Amen. Somebody said we're in the fourth quarter. We're in the last of the fourth quarter. Amen. 2023 is about to come to an end. And I want to encourage you that whatever you were believing God for, or whatever what you are believing God for, in this particular year, the year's not over yet. Amen. Amen. So if you're trusting him for something in this particular year to do something in your life, don't stop believing. Amen. That's another song, ain't it? Don't. don't <laughs> I don't know who that was. Journey. Amen. Don't stop believing. <laughs> Boy, y'all pray for me. I don't know. I feel like a jukebox this morning. I, Amen. Don't stop believing. Keep trusting God until the very end. Amen. Because I promise you, man, um, for Pete Pierce and for me and my house, we're going to trust him until the, this year is over. Because there's some things we've been asking God for in 2023 that has not come to pass yet. But how many know that he's the, he, the Bible says he is Alpha and the Omega? The thing that's so awesome about God is that you know, there's some things that he just wants you to start. Because if he puts something in your heart to start, guess what it means? He already finished it. He'll never get you something to start that he has not already finished. Come on, somebody. 
Now, I said that he got you to start. Now, if you started on your own, you on your own. Amen, somebody. So the things that he starts, he gives you to start, I promise you. When he gives it to you, he's already finished it. He's already walked it out. He's just wanting you to follow his lead. Amen? Amen. So for our title for this, this uh, message that we've been teaching for the last couple of weeks is having the same spirit of faith. I want to hone this in um, as much as I can to put it in your spirit and put it in your heart that it becomes a reality in our lives. Amen? Amen. The subtitle was what? Don't change the recipe. Don't change the recipe. Amen. Don't change the recipe. Keep it the same. Mama give you a recipe and it's always been good. Don't change the recipe. Amen. Keep it the same. Somebody said, keep it the same. So do you remember what the recipe was? She read it out. She said it quick. Yes. <laughs> Y'all remember what the recipe was? Hearing, believing, speaking. And increasing. It sounds, you know, I know we're going we're gonna to keep doing that and saying it over and over again until you get it in your spirit. But here's the revelation of a difference. When you walk in and function in the kingdom, it happens and you don't even know it. Do you hear what I'm saying? And we're going to walk this thing out and show you how, man, hearing, you got to hear the word of God. Because faith comes how? And then once you've heard something that comes from the word of God, the next thing for us to do is to do what? To believe it. Amen. Now, we're going to break this thing down a little later, but, you know, and believing, we always say it in the body, but I love the story in Mark chapter 9. That father's story, I love it because when I hear that story about this man and his son, it always reminds me of me at times because he was honest with Jesus. You know, we in the body sometimes, just believe. Only, the only thing you got to do is believe. And this father came to Jesus and said, you know, he, he said, do you believe? He said, I believe, but you got to help my unbelief. It's like this, God, Jesus, I know who you are. I know what you've done. I've heard about all the stuff that you've done. But I've been with this boy since he was a baby. And year after year after year. He was stricken with this. So in this particular situation, Jesus, you got to help my unbelief. Amen. Amen. Do I have any witnesses? Amen. There are some things that I've dealt with or even dealing with that I have to go back to the Lord and say, you got to help my unbelief. And sometimes what he'll tell me is, here's something again. Go back to the word. Yes. Amen. So there are some times when I need to be encouraged myself, but I'll put some preaching on that I know that's going to bless me. It ain't mine. But mine does bless me. Amen. Praise the little side note. Because it ain't me. It's him. Amen. So sometimes, man, when I need to be encouraged, and most of the time I'll put on Bishop Hogan. And, man, he has a way of encouraging me that just, you know. But you know what it is, though? He continues to preach this word. So hearing, believing, what's next? Oh, what's next? Hearing? Speaking. So you got to say what he's already said. Say it out of your mouth. 
Amen? And then when you begin to speak it, what, what happens next? Now you see it. And sometimes, here's the thing now, you'll see it by faith sometimes before you see it manifested. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, meaning, meaning that faith is what your stuff is made out of. You can, if, when you hope for something, it's manifested by faith first. Right? But the things that you hope for has to line up with his word. Remember we told about that? Talked about that? It has to line up with his word. You can't hope and believe something that doesn't line up with his word. Amen. Help me, somebody. Amen. You can't listen. You can't believe God for somebody else's wife Amen. when you marry. Right. Or just leave it at somebody else's wife. I can leave it right there. Amen, somebody. You can't believe God for a Rolls Royce when you have a pinto mentality. You know why? Because you just ain't ready yet. It doesn't mean he can't give it to you. It just means that you're not ready yet. Amen, somebody. So now you've spoken. You see it. You receive it. I like the next thing. Is The next thing is to do what? Boy, you got to keep it. Amen. I'm telling you, man, the devil's trying to get everything that God has given you. But when you understand that the process that you just went through, man, he can't get nothing that you have. Nothing. Amen, somebody. And then what's the last thing? Increasing. God never gives you something to stay the same. You need to write that down somewhere. He'll never give you something for it to remain the same. It always increases. It's always multiplying. Amen? To give you more. Why, Why does it want to multiply? What is it going to increase? It's to be a blessing to the kingdom of God. Amen? It's not just for you. Somebody say it's not just for you. We are one team, one fight, one house. I love this. Please write this scripture down and go back and read it from time to time. I'm not going to go into that again this morning, but Philippians chapter 2, even from verses 1 through 5. But the one I like to kind of hand you on is verse number 2, and this is coming from the CEV version. Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. Get that, little, get that whole discord in your, in your spirit, amen? It says, now make me, this is, this is 2 verses 2, chapter 2, verse 2. Now make me completely happy, live in harmony by showing love for each other, be united in what you what? In what you think as if you were one person. Amen. That's my prayer for us as the body of believers. And my prayer is it has to start locally. Amen. Locally is in you first, not just in this local assembly. It has to be in you first, and then it's going to move in our local assembly, and then from there it'll spread out and spread abroad. Amen. But when we, when we get to the place where we have the same spirit of faith, we're moving in this. We're being united in what we think because as a man thinketh in his heart, what? So is he. And as in, in the abundance of, out of the abundance of the, of the heart, the mouth will speak. So what's in you will come out. 
And here's my thing is we get so united and so, so in, engrafted in his word and the things that we learn about him. Amen. Because it's all about him. Amen. Who is it about? Amen. It's all about him. He's the center, the circumference, the base, the boundary, the balance, the beauty, the sum and the substance. Everything our life is about. It's all about him. So when we get to that place and we're thinking as one person, I don't keep, if I, if I had a situation in my life, right, that I go to Sister Rita and I ask her, what do you think about this? She's going to give me what the word says. Amen. Then I go to Anthony with the same thing. Same thing. Ask him the same question. Guess what he's going to do? He's going to give me the same thing. And you know what I tell him? Sister Rita told me the same thing. Right? Then I go to Sister Rose. The same thing. Sister Rose, I got something I've been dealing with. What do you think about so-and-so? She gives me what Anthony gave me and the same thing that Rita gave me. Same spirit of faith. Amen? I'm going to mess with Don. Don, you cool? I'm going to mess with you a little bit, right? I'm going to mess with Don. I just ain't with Don. So I go to Don. Don ain't been hearing. <laughs> Don's, been he God, Don's been getting this information from somewhere else. So I go to him and say, hey, man, what do you think about such and such? Well, man, listen, if that was me, he gave me the BET version. <laughs> right? So now here's the thing, though. As a believer, sometimes maybe even a young believer, I could get confused. Right? Because there's so many voices out there right now. Amen. Everybody got a platform. Only thing they need is a phone. Everybody want to go live. Sometimes I wish they would just black out, block out live for just a little bit. Amen. But nothing wrong with it because I've been blessed by, you know, some things from, on the Internet from different people. But sometimes, Lord have mercy. Amen. I got any witnesses in the house? Some of y'all like me on what is old people's social media. So my point is, that's my prayer for us to get to the place where we're speaking the same thing. Amen. That our, our, our minds and our hearts are being transformed. Remember I talked about this. We're, what we're shooting for in the body of Christ and even in this, in this local assembly is to be transformed and conformed. Right? So how does transformation come? Y'all going to talk to me today. Praise the Lord. I feel like talking to today for some like a teaching almost transformation comes how by the renewing of the mind right Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service and verse number 2 here it is and be not conformed to, the, to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Be not conformed to the world. What we're trying to be conformed into is the image of his son, Romans 8 and 29. Right? Everybody is predestined. We talk about our destiny. You know what your destiny is as a believer? Is to be conformed to the image of his son. That's your destiny. He's looking for sons in the earth. 
But just like we're going to be, how are we going to be conformed into the, to the image? I'm going to get into that in just a second with a scripture to the image of his darling son. You can be conformed to the world the same way. By hanging around and, and, and feeding yourself what the world is, is, is giving you. Amen? You can't do it like the world does it all the time. Amen. You can't, if you're a businessman, a businesswoman, you can't do business like the world does all the time. Amen. There's some business practices that are just business practices. And there's some unscrupulous stuff that will try to get you ahead. Do you hear what I'm saying? Right. That's not the way we do business. That's not that you've been conformed into the world. Yeah. Well. Amen. And conformity is not always what it looks like. It's the heart of the matter. It's, it's sometimes what's on the inside. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, just like we talked about here, and, and present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. We have given holy the wrong label. Amen. Sanctify. Filled with the Holy Ghost, with the burning fire. To be sanctified only means to be set apart. So what we've done sometimes in churchdom, if we've given the wrong impression of what sanctification is and also what being holy is, the only reason you're holy is because he makes you holy. Come on now. It's not about how you dress. But for so long, you know, well. it's about how you dress. So you'll take two people and line them up. And you'll, you, you, you'll get to the place where you're trying to figure them out. This one holy and that's, this one's not. How, how come this one's holy and the other one isn't? Well, this one got a suit on. Come on, man. This one got jeans and tennis shoes on. Matter of fact, he got an earring in his ear. So he can't be holy. This one with the suit full of the devil. Come on, somebody. The other one, you know. So a lot of times, man, we've messed that up at times. Praise the Lord. Amen. But he's getting us back on the right track. Somebody say he's getting us back on the right track. So listen, we're being transformed and conformed. Our mind has to be renewed because of the, the, listen, the watching of the word. The word is the thing that's going to change our mind, the way we think, the way we perceive certain things. Amen? Amen. So we're being, what's our goal is to be conformed to his son. Right? So listen, I, I, man, I, I'm going to love the day, and I, I believe it's going to happen sometimes when people come up to people in this, in this particular local, local assembly and say, man, what's your destiny? You know, I have a destiny. Everybody want a destiny. And we do all, we all have destinies, right? God is going to put us in certain positions, right, where he's like my dear sister, Doc, right? A part of her destiny is to become a doctor. But she's going to be a son as a doctor. Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. So the first thing, like, is, is part of her, her destiny is to be a son. So if somebody was to come up to you and say, what's, what's your destiny? And you tell them it's to be a son. What does that mean? I'm being conformed to the image of his son. It doesn't mean that you, you know, you're the one that's, you're a preacher. It's not saying that. 
It's not saying that you're a pastor, evangelist, apostle. You're none of that. You could be in politics, the CEO of a company, and they say, what's your destiny? It's to be a son as a CEO. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's to be the very best that the world has ever seen, but it's nothing more than being a son. Mature. And that's what sonship is. Listen, when you gave your life to the Lord, man, listen, you are now part of the family. You're a child of God. Praise the Lord, I'm a child of God. But your destiny is to move from being a child to being a son. That means you're mature in the things of God. That's what sonship is. The only thing that sonship is, is maturity. Do you hear what I'm saying? Am I, am I getting to you? Do I need to knock on your head? Sonship is our goal. Mature. What does the mature believers look like? Pray for those, this is one of the things, who despitefully use you. Amen? You in the line at Walmart. Somebody done, they, they, they done got under your last nerve, right? A mature saint would not, you know, not allow what's on the inside of you to come out. Sometimes a mature saint just, just back off, I'm, I'm good. You go ahead and go in front of me. It's all good, right? It, don't, it doesn't mean that you're weak, but at that particular moment, you just decided to use one of the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. To, to walk in the fruit. <laughs> now, here's the thing. If you slipped up and did something, don't mean you less saved. Right? right? That means you're just still a work in progress. Somebody say, I'm a work in progress. Work Amen. John chapter, and John chapter 1, turn to verse number, number 12. John 1 and 12, King James Version. Somebody say, I'm being transformed. I'm being transformed. Amen. And I'm being conformed. What's the difference? Okay, y'all just do that on your own. Amen. I ain't got time to mess with y'all right now. John chapter 1, verse 12 through 13, King James Version, says this, verse number 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become sons of God, even to them that believe in his name. Amen. Verse number 13, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Go back to verse number 12. But as many as received him. Have you received him? Yes. Amen. To them, all of them, he gave the power. Exousia means the ability and the authority to be conformed to the image of his dear son. That power, that ability, that being conformed is what we call sanctification. There's a sanctification process that we go through. Amen? Because when you were saved, your spirit was, your spirit was inst instantaneously saved. The spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside of you. Your soul now, your mind, your will, or your emotions, it's a work in progress. That's the sanctification process. Amen. So you were, you were saved instantly in the spirit, but progressively in the soul. Do you hear what I'm saying? Man, you got to get this. And that progressively in the soul, that's when you apply the recipe. 
You hear the word of God. You believe the word of God. Come on now. Then you begin to say and speak the word of God. You begin to see what he said. Then you receive what he gave you. You keep what you got. Now you increase what you got. It's all in the kingdom. That's how it works. It's a progress. We're all in this thing together. We're walking through this thing. And our lives should be changing. If you plant a fruit tree and year after year after year after year nothing happens, what you going to do? Either you're going to pluck it up or replant it or fertilize it or figure out what it needs, the nutrition. Amen. Listen, you, we got people that's been in the body of Christ 30, 40, 50 years. Still got to pacify their mouth. Come on, somebody. Because it's not about you just coming to church. That's why, man, I encourage you. You got to get into this word yourself. Faith, and we got these, we got the tools now, man. Listen to the podcast. Amen. Go back and look at some of your notes. You'd be surprised what's there. <laughs> From your notes. Be like, I wrote that? Man, that's good. You understand? But it, it can't be just, a, and, I, and I'm, I'm telling you, Fanny be getting on me. Soon and very soon, we're going to do something midweek. I just got to figure out how to do it. Amen? And only one of the reasons I just haven't done the, you know, the live thing, and I may, go to, I may do that, we may do a Zoom, because I know us at times. Y'all ain't, everybody ain't coming to church All right. on Sunday morning. Come on, somebody. Y'all to see y'all faces. You're like, whoa. So you telling me on a Wednesday when the game come on. Hey, anything, you're right. You're going to turn your computer on or your phone, and you'll start the live. Come on, man. Then you in the kitchen. Then you're in the bedroom. Then you're watching the game. And then you come back to the live. Am I lying? If I'm lying, somebody come get me. Amen, somebody. So we're going to figure this thing out. But, but here's the thing now. Here's the revelation of a difference. I'm just flowing today. Y'all, is that okay? When you're hungry, what do you do? Oh. When you're hungry and there's food available, what do you do? You do whatever's necessary to go get that food. The revelation of a difference is, is when you're hungry. When you think you don't need nothing, it'll stay right there. But when you think you, you feel a little, you know. So the revelation of a difference is, I want us, not, not only you, me too, it's to always have a hunger for the Lord. Amen. When you listen, when you seek him, you will always find him. Amen. But you gotta run after him. I told you this is the way it works with, with, with salvation. Until you give your Lord your life to the Lord, He's running after you. He's chasing you. Everywhere. Y'all remember some of them times, man, before you were saved? You'd almost hear his voice in, in weird places. Like, Lord, is that you? He's like, yeah, that's me. Right, yeah. You know, you in the club. <laughs> Lord, is that you? That's me. 
He's whispering to you. The Holy Ghost is drawing you. He's drawing you. Then all of a sudden, man, you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Do, do y'all remember when you were sick and tired of being sick and tired? And you surrender your will to the Lord. Say, Lord, here I am. <laughs> See, I've been chasing you. I've been running after you. I'm chasing after <laughs> Another song, right? Amen. He's running after you. But here's what happens. Once you give your life to the Lord, it's hide and seek. He tags you. Bam. Now you're it. And he runs. And now I, I heard a whole walk through the Lord and our journey of growing with him is running after him. It's seeking after him. That's what we do now is we go after the Lord. Amen? So I want you to continue to go after the Lord. He gave you the power, the ability to become sons of God. You don't have to be an immature saint. Amen. He's given us the, the ability to become mature. Amen, somebody. Amen, Amen somebody. <laughs> One more scripture. Well, maybe a couple more. Turn to Romans. Got a little time. Turn to Romans chapter 8, verse 14 and 15. Man, I love the Lord. Man, anybody love the Lord? Because, man, he's with you all the time. Amen. <laughs> I'm telling you, some of my dumbest of dumb days, especially in the military. Can I tell y'all a story real quick? I got a few minutes. Y'all know, know I like commercials, right? I remember a time, man, we were in Germany. Uh, me and a partner, you know, we had, I'm saved. I'm saved. I love Jesus. You just couldn't tell it. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Oh, I'm the only one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all just listen. Dust off your halo. You know what I'm saying? Or, or take it and put it down for just a second. This is just another testimony that I know how, how good God is. So me and, me and my partner, we, you know, we had a little place on the economy, you know, had a little, little house where we were, you know, so we had the club. At the club. We would cold the club down in Germany. Coming home, now here's the first, here's the first thing, for me to get home was a blessing. Because I shouldn't have been walking. And I'm driving. In Germany. Get home, all right. I'm going to keep going. Let y'all go. So I get, we get to the house. You know how, well, yeah, you know how it is when you, you know, you've been in the club all night or whatever. You're a little hungry when you get, you know. And see, we ain't had a Popeye's and, the, you know, KFC's and all that in Germany. Certain time, everything, the Hitchin house, they all closed down. That's a chicken house. Amen. So we get, get, to, get to the house. I'm like, man, I'm hungry, man. I'm going to put some chicken on. Put some chicken on. And guess what happened? I fell asleep. And when I woke up, that place should have been in, it should have burned to the ground. When I woke up, them, I think it was two little chicken legs. <laughs> them things were so, when I touched them, they fell apart. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying, though. But me, in my, even in my backslidden state, I had the wherewithal on the inside of me to say, Lord, I thank you. 
I told my buddy, I said, man, that was the Lord that kept this place from burning down. Still didn't get it right all the way, but still, I knew the Lord was with me. He's given us the power to become sons of God. Amen. The ability to do that is on the inside of us. At that particular time, I was still a babe. But I loved Jesus. He still had my back. Amen. How many know Jesus still got your back when you're in your dumb days? Romans chapter 8, verse 14 and 15. For, many, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That is one of the telltale signs of someone that's walking in maturity. If they're able to be led by the Spirit, sons, are able, sons, are, sons can be led. Some children got to be chased. Right? Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. A son, you can say, come here. They coming. A child, you got to say, come here. Get back. Get you, you, I told you. Get, didn't I tell you? Come on, get you. I'm going to get, right? Revelation of a difference. <laughs> Go back to 14, please. For as many as are led, the, the ego, that's, the word led is ego in the, in, the, in the Greek. Led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Are you willing to be led? But in order to be led, you have to yield your will. And that's one of the things that, man, one of the things I love about the Lord is that he will never come against our will. Never. As powerful and mighty as he is, he said, I'll never go against the will of man. Because you, you have to make a choice. Amen. You have to choose to love me. Anybody love him today? Amen, amen. We're talking about having the same spirit of faith. But our faith has to be what? In him and him alone. We've talked about this before where our faith has to be in God and God alone. It can't be in your job. It can't be in your ability. It has to be in here, in him. I was listening to a clip of Miles Monroe the other day, and it blessed me. And he talked about people with gifts and talents one of the things he said is that you'll have someone that's, I'd rather, have, I'd rather deal with someone that's gifted, or, or how did he say it? He said, all gifted people are not morally sound. Or he talked about actually being led always by the Holy Spirit and not by your gifts. Amen, Amen somebody. Because uh -huh. you can be good at something but not led. Yeah. Right? We don't want to just be good. We want to be led. Amen. <laughs> led by the Spirit, led by God in everything that we do. You're at the top of your game. But if you're not being led by the Spirit, and here's the thing, even in, even in churchdom, we, we will, at times, we will uh, um, put value on something that has numbers or something that's big and something that's shiny. Show me anything in Scripture. God always uses the small things. Oh, Jesus himself, Jerusalem, has everything about, everything about that whole story. <clears throat> Amen, because the Bible is his story, right? 
It's not only his story, it's his story. You can trace it. There's relativity there. Everything about the Lord, it starts out small. No one would have thought that it was Jesus. Uh-uh. Because the Bible says if they had have known, they would have never crucified him. But they crucified him because they thought he was nothing. Thought he, nah, this, this, nah-uh. He, he couldn't be the one. Matter of fact, when they was looking for the king, they, they said it couldn't be him. Born in a manger. It can't be him. So God will always take the little things. Amen. And just, and just manifest his glory. That's where he'll get all the glory. It's not just because you're good. Because sometimes when you're good at something, it becomes the ego of the spirit and not the ego. It'd be your ego leading you and not you allowing the spirit to lead you. Amen. You can't be led by your ego. Amen. Somebody. Are y'all just saying amen? No. Oh, you're actually getting it. I'm saying, no, we mean it. <laughs> amen. Having the same spirit of faith. And I'm going to end with this. I got a couple of minutes. About, yeah, I got about three minutes. And I'm going to try my best to end with this. Can I get some music from the band? Amen. Praise the Lord. Remember the story I told you guys um, last week? I'm going to end with this story again. Because... In my studies, man, I went back and was studying this thing again. It, just, it really, it blessed me. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't, I didn't see this thing in there. So we, we were talking about Matthew 15 and 16. So y'all remember that story? So having the same spirit of faith. Here's an example of that. We have to be hearing the same word. So Jesus, I'm kind of encapsulating this. He dealing with the disciples. He says, whom the man said that I am. Now, the backdrop of this, most of us know that story when Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, right? That's in Matthew 16. But earlier in that, the first beginning of that, of that chapter, Jesus is dealing with the Pharisees and the Sadducees because they're tempting him to show them a sign. They're tempting of the Lord Jesus Christ to show them a sign, Right? They're basically challenging him. And he comes back to them and basically says, listen, you can discern the seasons by looking at the sky. But you can discern the word of God. You can't discern what's going on here. So then later on in the discord, I'm going to read it right quick. I think it would be easy. Go to Matthew chapter 16, verses. I'm going to start from verse 5. Okay. And this is, the, this is the thing that I missed on last week. Matthew 16, 5 through 16, I'm going to read it real quick. It says, and when his disciples will come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. See, I missed that on last week. They had forgotten to take bread. And then Jesus, then Jesus said unto them, take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and, and, the, and of the Sadducees. And they reasoning among themselves saying, it is because we haven't taken no bread. Which when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, Oh, ye of little faith. It's like you didn't hear what I just said earlier. Why reason ye among yourselves because ye have brought no bread? Do, you not, um, do ye not yet understand, neither remember the five loaves and the five and the five thousand and how many baskets ye took up? Neither the seven loaves and the four thousand, how many baskets ye took up? 
How is it that you do not understand that I spake unto you concerning, not concerning, uh, that I spake it not to you concerning bread, that you should beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees? And verse 12 said, then, under, then, under, then understood they how that he bade them not beware of the leaven of the bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. Jesus was telling them, listen, it's not about you forgetting the bread. And that's the part I missed on last week. Because we, we mentioned how they had to have had bread because there were fragments left. I mean, that'll preach by itself, too. When God blesses you, what I talked about, we have to take care of the fragments? Well, they left the fragments. Uh-huh. And now they're thinking that Jesus is, is, is upset with them because they left the fragments and they don't have any bread. He said, it's not the bread that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the discord. Do you, these Pharisees came to me and tried to tempt me. It's what they're teaching. It's their doctrine. It's what they're saying. And you got to remember back during this particular time, everybody didn't have the ability to have the scrolls. They couldn't go get a Bible like we had a Bible, like we get our Bibles. They didn't have no phone. Of course, you know, they had nothing to get it. So they had to get it from the leaders. So you remember even when Jesus went to the temple? The Bible says he went and he opened the scroll and read and he testified of himself. Listen, that's how they got it. Everybody didn't have a scroll at the crib. All right. So it was the doctrines that the Pharisees and the Sadducees were teaching. So now he goes and he's talking to them. He says, hey, whom do men say that I am? Basically what he was telling them, what you've been hearing? Who's been in your ear? So this is, what I'm, this is what I'm getting to. This is what I'm getting to. We got to be like Peter. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my father. The word, it can't be flesh and blood that reveals scripture to us or to reveal how we should live in the kingdom. It can't be your friend's opinion. It can't be your opinion. It can't be how you feel at the moment. Help me, somebody. So, man, what he was telling them, the whole lesson there is he said, listen, you got to beware of that. He knew they were talking to other people. So when, when the person goes to Rita and then the person goes to Anthony, then the person goes to, to Rose and then Don. Don said, some say <laughs> that thou art Elijah. Some say that you are John the Baptist. Some say that you must be one of the prophets. The question the Lord is going to ask us, ask us, who do you say that I am? What's your answer? Anybody got an answer? Come on now. Anybody got an answer? I got an answer. Let me tell you what he is. He's a keeper. He's the one that makes a way out of no way. He has been my bread when I'm hungry. He's been my map when I didn't know which way to go. 
He's been my healing when I was sick. Come on now. He saved me. He's my salvation. He is Alpha. He is the Omega. He, he, listen, he's the best that he can be. He's all that and a bag of chips. You know what he is? He's whatever you need. He is the great I am. Has anybody ever needed peace in the midst of a storm? That's who he is. Don't try to make something up. That's who he is. What is he to you? Amen. What is he to you? Think about it. He's your, fr He's your friend. Has he been a father to the fatherless? Has he been a mother to the motherless? Has he been someone that comforts you when no one around you can comfort you? When your wife don't have the right words, your husband don't have the right words, your mama can't tell you, your daddy can't tell you, but he will wrap you in his arms and rock you like nobody can. He validates your manhood. He solidifies who you are in the kingdom. Everybody told you you would never be nothing. He said, no, nah -uh. with me, you're, you're a king. Matter of fact, you're a king and a priest. You're royalty. That's what he says about you. Bow your heads. Father, we bless you on today. Man, I just feel a sweet spirit here. I feel that hearts are open. Thank you for open hearts right now, Lord Jesus, for causing us to remember who you are. You're just so incredible. You're forever lovely. You're forever pure. You're everything good. You're so awesome, so beautiful. And in this moment, I pray for these, your people, Father God, just, just whatever it is that they're asking you for, whatever it is that they have need of. Or if, you're, if they're in a place right, right now, even with their open hearts, that someone else is on their mind. They're praying for someone else. They're actually in the, in, the, in the position, in the spirit of an intercessor. Grant them, Father, what they're praying for. Thank you for moving mountains. Thank you for doing it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Somebody bless the Lord. Just, just clap unto the Lord real quick. Man, I, I don't know. I just, I just feel that somebody's been praying for something, been asking the Lord for something. He's, he's kind of just, just dropping it in my heart, even in this, this last moment that, it's almost like, and, and it's just, here's the same spirit of faith. This is how it works. And the Holy Spirit just brought this to me. Go ahead and get your offerings envelopes together because we're going to have to get ready to get out of here. Go ahead, Brother Clyde, go ahead and get in position to do the benediction real quick. So this, I, I believe, this is the same spirit of faith. 
So Felton is praying, opening us, open us, opening us up in prayer this morning, and he talked about breakthrough. And the Holy Spirit just reminded me of that in this, this moment. Whatever it is that you've been praying for, he's, he, he's telling me to tell you that breakthrough has already happened. Yeah. Open hearts, open mind to receive him. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. Somebody say it's already done. It's already done. Come on, Brother Clyde. It's already done. The door has already been kicked open. The only thing we got to do, y'all know I included myself, right, is walk through it. Amen. Anybody ready to walk it out? Amen. Let's receive my brother as he comes. you for spending time listening to the Word of God. We pray that today's message has fallen on good ground and will produce a 30, 60, or even 100-fold harvest in your life. If you would like more information about our ministry, please give us a call at 334-258-6181 or send an email to newcovenantlife2020 at gmail.com. Don't forget to join us next week. Be sure to subscribe to the New Covenant Life Christian Church Podcast and click share to share with friends and family because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you and have a safe and prosperous week.